Little breaking news talking about this kid right here, Sam Laporta, rookie tight end. This report right here from The Athletic talking about this kid being the best player on the field by a wide margin in rookie camp. It's important not to overreact to a beat reporter or somebody talking like this. They could be very excited about Sam Laporta. They could be a huge Iowa fan. You don't really know, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. But you also, like I always tell everybody, need to use information as an accessory, an accoutrement, a piece of validation to push an agenda in your mind that you already feel is happening in motion. You don't use a 40 time to fall in love with a kid and say, oh, I don't, I don't have him in my top five wide receivers. He runs a 4-2-9-40. And then all of a sudden you're like, this kid's in my top four wide receivers. That is faulty. Use information like this to accent what you already believe to be true and in motion. Laporta is a big sleeper tight end walking into 2023. Rookies are hit and miss. They translate a little differently. We're going to go over that in a minute. But I have other news here. This news right here might make our boy Dalton Kincaid fall. Why is this news right here on Laporta great for Kincaid? We're breaking it all down. And of course, later on during this very episode, you're going to see something a little like this go on. Dalton Kincaid is the next top five tight end. Dalton Kincaid may be the next top two to five tight end. Dalton Kincaid's a guy I want on every single one of my dynasty rosters. The Fantasy Football Show begins right now. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Ladies and gentlemen, you're looking at two very, very good tight ends right here. Let's start off with Laporta. Let's not hijack the Laporta news because we love Kincaid so much. Laporta, a writer from The Athletic, said that Laporta was the best player on the field by a wide margin during rookie minicamp. Important to note that this is all rookies. And we'll touch on Jameer Gibbs news once that leaks out of rookie camp. And and we got some news on that. So don't think that this is bad for Gibbs. Or why isn't Gibbs being talked about? This guy's talking about Laporta. And again, we don't know his agenda. This is one writer. This is not the head coach coming out and saying Laporta is the best player on planet Earth. This is a writer from The Athletic, and they do a lot of opinion pieces that drive a lot of, you know, buzz. Best rookie on the field. Great news for Laporta. We like Laporta. This does not create some new phantom agenda we didn't have in place beforehand. Detroit great landing spot. They no longer have Hawkinson. They need to replace him. They have Jamison Williams out for six weeks because he's suspended and Jameer Gibbs and Laporta will probably fill that void a little bit and catching footballs while Jamison's sitting there on the pine betting on college volleyball. Laporta will translate up and down at the NFL level. All tight ends are up and down at the NFL level. Maybe there will be an exception in this case because six weeks without Jamison puts him in the fire. We're throwing him to the fire. He might be force-fed, making mistakes. Think similar to Christian Watson being force-fed by Aaron Rodgers. There was no choice. Would Christian Watson have come off the field early on when he was making mistakes? Remember Aaron Rodgers getting mad at him on the field in front of everybody? Felt like he was getting doghoused, to be honest at a couple points in the season but they had no choice trial by fire thrown to the wolves christian watson made mistakes learned made mistakes learned was spoon-fed force-fed by aaron Rodgers, and fast-tracked you hear me say the word fast-track a lot if you hear it anywhere else it's coming from here fast-tracking a wide receiver like christian watson can only be done by a guy like Aaron Rodgers. 
fast tracking a tight end, tight ends usually translate slowly. They never translate, aside from Kyle Pitts's rookie year, in a crazy, crazy consistent fashion. Look at TJ Hawkinson. Came out, had a monster week one, and then kind of crapped the bed for the rest of the year. People gave up on him. Your boy came in, ranked him higher than anybody in the entire fantasy industry. I saw the flash of what I needed to see. All I needed to see to know he was a top five bound tight end. But he wasn't force fed like Laporta could be with Jameson on the pine for six games. Now, let me back off a little bit and say that I don't think that he's going to be spoon fed all year. I don't think that the lack of Jamison Williams in the lineup, because remember, Gibbs is also going to pull some weight in the PPR game. I, I project Gibbs to be the number two wide receiver on the roster in terms of reception numbers, especially through the first six weeks. So I don't think Laporta is going to get the Aaron Rodgers force fed treatment, but he'll get a similar dose of it, a smaller dose that in inconsistent tight end fashion will make him a little more consistent, but still sometimes inconsistent. So we got to be careful not to draft this guy as our primary starting tight end. In best ball, it's okay because you don't have to make the decision as to which week you throw the tight end in the, in the lineup. You get two very similar tight ends to Laporta, and then you let the optimal scoring insert the starter for you. Best ball is a little different. Laporta is more valuable in best ball than redraft. But that doesn't mean I don't like Laporta in redraft. That doesn't mean I don't think this kid will get somewhat fast-tracked. And by week seven, even upon return, when Jamison Williams is back in the lineup, this kid Laporta might be where he needs to be to be more consistent than a rookie season will allow normally. To be an 807 touchdown guy, as a rookie, that would be inside the top 7 to 10. I would say be safer and call him 8 to 12. 8 to 12 capable as a rookie is extremely valuable. It's a good ranking. I'm not overestimating it. I'm not trying to go super all in and say, wow, this you know this news report right here, fire him up. He's going to be a top 5 tight end. No, we can't go that crazy. But we can say that we loved him before this news. This news supports the narrative we're painting. Let's call it an 8 to 12 tight end season is certainly in the cards in a very deep tight end pool now. The tight end pool is pretty deep. It used to be very thin. Now it's pretty deep. In no particular order, you've got tight ends that make up the top 10 that are Kelsey, Hawkinson, Pitts, Andrews, Ingram, Kittle, Darren Waller, Goddard, Pat Fryermuth, Dalton Schultz, Aconquo. I mean, that's 10. That's 11 tight ends right there. This guy, Laporta, falls outside of that territory, and so you're buying him at his absolute floor, and you might get top 8, maybe top 7 at times tight end numbers. That's fantastic. But what I also want to talk about here, so we Smitty approved Laporta. Just been Smitty approved. Totally Smitty approved Laporta. But now we got to ask ourselves this question. What might this do to Kincaid's value? We saw this happen with Joe Burrow. Smitty, what do you mean? What I mean is that when Joe Burrow watched Fields climb up the ADP ranks, he fell. Burrow was fortunately a victim of Justin Fields climbing up ADP boards because like in a cup of water, one golf ball consumes a certain amount of space. You can't throw a second golf ball into that cup of water without bumping and moving around the other golf ball. There's only room for one in fantasy football minds for some reason. And one man's rise, Laporta, could shove Dalton Kincaid down the ADP board. I just showed you the top 10, 11 tight ends consensus data-wise. This guy and this guy are not in it. These guys are not top 10 tight ends according to the data. And if this guy's been leading the way, that means that 
he's probably the most likely guy for somebody to reach if they were playing crazy ball and they said you know what I'm grabbing a non-top 10 tight end now it was Dalton Kincaid this news right here might vault Laporta over Kincaid and sometimes that bump isn't one draft slot it's a round when we're talking that late Laporta moving above Kincaid or at least getting even with him could have Dalton Kincaid falling an entire round when underdog fantasy promo code smitty by the way link in the description of this video if you want to draft with us at midnights on thursday friday saturday you'll want to click the link in the description that has promo code smitty inserted automatically and they'll give you up to 100 bonus match dollar for dollar underdogs adp for kincaid will probably fall i predict a, a half a round at least it could be more because of the way this stuff works when you put one player over the other in a position it's two or three or four or five or six spots overall this is great news this right here is great news for Laporta. Doesn't mean we don't love Laporta. Me saying that this bumps him down and I'm excited about it doesn't necessarily mean that it does anything to my Laporta love. I love this kid. I want him on teams, but I sometimes draft both of them together and get a Jelani Woods and have some kind of three tight end rotation in best ball, which I only advise in best ball. Best ball is important because if you dominate that position with three tight ends and they, they rotate and you get that maximum scoring, you can have a huge advantage in best ball. In redraft, you never want to own more than two tight ends. And less is tight end premium and in that case it's a little harder to do two rookies but this kid right here let me just emphasize something i'm going to do another video on him i'm sure in the next couple days or weeks believe me i'm not stopping my dalton kincaid tirades but this kid right here just like i said he be fed to the fire force fed trial by fire learning on the fly this kid can have his inconsistent season like we talk about where rookies are up and down and even when he's down even when he's in the middle of his lows or down at the bottom he could catch a touchdown this kid's protected into massive volume in the touchdown category and that alone makes him almost rookie proof he could walk out of 2023 not looking like he should has a lot to learn maybe a bunch of mistakes and we're going wow this kid's got a lot of potential that's how disappointed you could be in some of the the areas of his game he's gonna get better and better he could blow up all year long but i'm saying if he does follow the normal path of a, of a rookie tight end and he has ups and downs that's usually the path the tight end position translates differently he's going to be subject to touchdowns every time he's on the field and that's going to protect his value and make him almost rookie tight end proof the inconsistency fear won't be there with him this guy's gonna play slot wide receiver this guy's gonna line up as wide receiver who knows what kind of percentage of the time it could be astronomically high i predict we start seeing conversations and chatter about whether he deserves wide receiver eligibility on top of tight end eligibility mark my words remember where you heard this from because i'm going to continue to say it tight end and wide receiver eligibility this is the kind of value dalton kincaid brings to the table this is their second wide receiver option potentially right out of the gate or by midseason or by week four or five this guy right here might be the second wide receiver on this team and i know some people some not everybody some people say smitty dawson knox is gonna maybe limit his upside he's still there smitty he's a blocking tight end maybe he runs some routes maybe he catches some passes but this kid will be on the field at the same time not as a tight end as a wide receiver i have no 
fears about Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox is great. When someone says, hey, Smitty, what about Dawson Knox? He's still on the roster. I do worry about that. If I could push this button right here and take Dawson Knox off the roster, and I know most everybody would say, Smitty, that would be great. Press it. Press it right now, Smitty. That way he's the only tight end. I don't want to press it. You know why? Because then Dalton Kincaid's got a block. I want Knox on the roster. I'm not pressing this button, no matter how many of you beg me, because Knox can block, Kincaid can play wide receiver two, and play catch with Josh Allen near the end zone every single weekend. Dalton Kincaid is the next top five tight end. Dalton Kincaid may be the next top two to five tight end. Dalton Kincaid's a guy I want on every single one of my dynasty rosters. Don't listen to anybody worried about Knox or anything. Go get Kincaided. And get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com, year-round rankings, bolt predictions, my trade calculators, the one-on-one text advice, and also the forums are back at thefantasyfootballshow.com. Yeah, the old-school message board forums. People have been wanting those back. They're back. We, we They're popping off. It's kind of like Discord, but on, on, the, on the actual site, so go check it out. Get those trade calculator, rankings, tools, all that to help you dominate 2023. The, the content doesn't just show up on the video format. It's also on the website. That's where I started. 20 plus years this content's been out there. Go check it out. I'll see you all later. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty.